Last time on The Tale Untold, our daring adventurers faced the double trouble, the two-headed giant Tootle Doodle, and emerged victorious. After looting their lair, the team took a well-deserved night's rest to snorefully recover from their battle scars before setting off again on their quest to unlock whatever treasure or danger their glowing magical key is leading them towards. Morning comes up. It's the rain is starting to get a little less cumbersome, and you're in the forest, so it's kind of trickling once you're in the woods of it. But the day is yours. You guys are heading out. Follow the king. Can I get a survival check by whoever's kind of leading the way? You can get advantage. You've got a map now. Um, Kyle, you're the ranger. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So nineteen. That's pretty good. You'll be able to kind of manage these woods pretty well staying out of trouble and in about two days you are gonna start seeing the woods thinning you can tell you're kind of getting closer to civilization it's about five in the afternoon at this point and you come out of the woods to a clearing where there's a house it looks pretty beaten down the roof is sagging in the middle all of it looks pretty un under disrepair and in this clearing there is an orchard of apple trees as you as you walk into it, it's kind of oddly misty that you haven't really seen in the rest of the forest on your trip, and it seems a little bit off. Can I get a group perception check? Oh gosh, do it. Are we on the sun? Um, no, it's ah! an overcast. Okay, sixteen. Wow, you're lucky with the weather. Today has been a day of nineteens for me. All That's right. also a nineteen for me. Ooh, eight. <laughs> 19, 19, 16, and 8. Yep. Mirth is distracted by apples. Yep. Okay. Um, you're going to see... Yeah, I think all of you would pick this up with that. I touch Mirth to give us attention. Through, through <laughs> this kind of mist, you see a flickering of a torch coming through. And you're going to hear a voice. Quick, come along. I think we can stay here for the night. Um, you can see two figures, one larger, one more child-sized trailing behind they're they're kind of stouter so the tallest one is still only like four feet tall and they're making their way toward that building i'm gonna lean over towards mirth you don't happen to have whole person prepared they do no but i can shoot some webs maybe they're friendly where well, i would prefer to have them unable to attack us if they aren't Best to be able to apologize. Um, so is, is, is the best way to make friends to attack and then ask for forgiveness? That is Danian's creed. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to do better with my life. Out of both, you seem to be the, the, the face of our operation. Well, perhaps you should say hello. Yuck <laughs> <laughs> is looking at his like hands, trying to like mimic uh, the face that's in front of him, saying, like, I have a face. <laughs> Um, it sounds like you guys are generally trying to figure out, at least Gek is trying to figure out if they're, um, like, friendly or foe. Correct? Yuck is I'm... short on friends, so he he's okay with making new ones. Can I get an insight check? Ooh, that's not From my Yek. greatest. That is a three plus two, five. Yuck really wants to be friends. They, I, these there are is friends. no doubt in your mind that these are friends. Okay. Uh, whatever happens, I'm coming in with that mindset. <laughs> you, yeah. And I'm going to push him forward, like, 
you do to a, a kid who's a little nervous. It's okay. Go say hi. I'll be right here. What if they don't like me? What's not to like about you, Gyuk? Well, some people look at my claws and they say, Look, watch out, he's got claws. And some people look at my nose and say, Oh no, little dragon. Oh, those sharp claws are all the better for opening cans. And though that long snout and sharp teeth is all the better for gnarling up the bad guys. Or the good guys if you're in a very poor mood. Yes. Yeah, well. Yeah, no, enough talk. Hello there. I say, ahoy. <laughs> um, before. In yeah, in Grimmel Uh Okay, so you're you're calling out to them. Yes. In um, my very uh, flamboyant elf cloak of floating leaves. Okay. You will hear. Ah, Torma, quickly, bandits. We're friends. I swear, sir, we are good people. We'd offer you rations if you would slow down. Can I get a percept or, uh, persuasion check? Yes. I don't think my new flavor we coach had a deep four. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Thirteen, man. Thirteen? <sighs> you see they kind of stop for a bit and like and then just keep moving. Not really talking anymore, like hurry, hurry. As they run to the building. But you can have the building. We're, we're kind of okay roughing it, if you like. So what time of day is it, did you say? Um, it's about five. Five in the afternoon. Five. Okay. Be careful. Dilapidated buildings are uh, a hazard. According to most city planners, they should not be inhabited unless fully looked over for structural integrity. What are you guys doing? They've, they've gotten to the building at this point. I'm going to approach slowly, meandering. Okay. Are people following? Yeah, I'll probably follow um, close behind. I'm all healed up. Yep. Well, if they okay. want to stay in the building, they can do that. I think chasing after them might perpetuate the stereotype of bandits. Are you trying to be stealthy? Uh, I'm being purposely incredibly loud so they can see and hear They're me calling coming. out to them. Like, okay. And Good. making sure that I don't have any clearly visible weapons in my hands. Obviously, I'm okay. What do you, what do you want? Go away. Well, sir, I was hoping to um, share your campfire and otherwise provide a bit of security to you and your own. Is this your, is this your child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're just an especially short person. I can't tell. I am no sir. You, you're talking to a dwarven woman. It's not very easy to tell. Uh, a thousand apologies, matron of the hills. It is not my means to offend. Now, if, if you don't mind, I simply wish to share campfire with you and yours. And it will be on our own. Off on our own in the morning. Of course, if you're heading the same direction, we could travel together. Uh, that's up to you. Uh, may I present to you, please, uh, signs of how civilly uh, we have Yek, the miniature dragonborn. We have Mer, the satyr of great talent and joviality. And we have Sir Aberforth, the entertainer and ranger. Quite an interesting combination. Aberforth gives a very flourish-filled bow. I am Danyan of Silverleaf House. It is a pleasure to make your fragrance. I do my very best to emulate Everforth's style, but I would like I do a good job of it. Okay. <laughs> um, can I get a, I think, persuasion check? What do you want? Glamour Leaf Cloak is being very helpful at the moment. 
Good. She's gonna kind of still seem skittish at the mention of Silverleaf's Leaf House, and as Aberforth comes around, she'll kind of spit on the ground. <laughs> more elves! These people are trouble. But as you describe a bit more, and she here's here's your kind of um, offering help. She's like, all right, where where are you headed? Uh, we're heading to Fenra. Uh, you you could consider us a band of roving performers. Uh, as you can see, we all have our unique skills. We have Yek, a magician. We have the oration of Sir Aberforth. And of course, Mirth is a champion juggler and singer. And we're simply traveling to Fenra on uh, professional business, as you can imagine. These roads are not exactly a safe place, so we travel together. I assume you're probably not heading to Fenra. Tell me, are you heading... To Eglith by chance, or, or some maybe perhaps the cars itself. Uh, no, we're we're coming from Tindalin Town, just on the edge of Edlith. We're heading to uh, Nidrum. This is no longer friendly to dwarves there. Oh, it's we're going shame. going back to the back to the mountains. Well, sir, uh, perhaps we could share a campfire for Madam. Uh, it will take me a moment. <laughs> Madam, Mirth is just bounds up behind Danyan and starts like. Do we like that all like a mocking thing that uh, jesters do? Like, rah, 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 rah. oh, and just kind of trying to be very silly. And can I get a performance check on that? Sure, that is a 13. The kid absolutely loves it. The kid doesn't seem to totally get why her mother is so serious about what's going on, doesn't seem to quite understand. And is is ready for a laugh and is 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 definitely on board. She'll even kind of tug on her mom's tunic. Mom, they they seem all right. We could really use the rest. Um, some ex, some extra eyes, I think, would you know you could get some real sleep. You're right. I don't know if I can trust them, but how about this? You take the house. We'll sleep outside. You feel free to barricade, bolt yourself in, whatever you'd like to do. Just know that we'll keep the wolves at bay. Uh, if you'd like, Saberforth here is our, our resident guide. We can probably direct you the uh, speediest route to Port Townsend, which is the nearest settlement. From there, I'm sure you can travel upriver into Nidral. Oh, that would that'd be kind, but I think we'll be going a more direct route if we can. As we will. In any event, we will not enter the house. We will let, leave it to you. We'll camp on under the stars. <laughs> okay. You guys are just going directly out of the house? You gonna hang out there? I'm not uh, going in. Mirth will prance around the house to give it a little look-see. Make sure there's that it's safe enough for people to be in. Uh, but he, he'll just look like he's having a merry old time, having fun dancing around while he does so. Okay. Okay. What is Gek doing? mostly just like hanging back he's trying to figure out like does does Gek look friendly to people like these are dwarves and he's used to dwarves but like not like children he's used to like you know working with the dwarves in the mine do you speak dwarvish um, yeah i will say you will notice that the kid in particular is seems very interested in you you're you know smaller folk they're a bit more trusting of He's bratted. You're small folk hating the large folk. <laughs> I love Wall. I love Wallaby. Wallaby was awesome. 
I'm, I'm starting to feel unwelcome here. <laughs> um, just imagine a gnome ranger that hated anyone above the size small. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, he had a pet panther that was the only medium creature that he liked. Um, so yeah, yeah the, the kid I think would actually approach you and say like, Oh mom, can't the purple one stay? Yes, can't the purple one stay, man? Doing the best, like, like, like when the kids ask, when the kids ask each other to like go for a, a overnight or whatever. Are you yeah, speaking please. sleepover? Are you speaking common or are you switching um, to dwarvish? If, 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 if they were speaking dwarvish, I'm speaking dwarvish. They were mostly speaking common just because everyone's around. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll speak common if they're speaking common. Okay. Then, oh, I, I suppose he doesn't look too dangerous. Best behavior, guy. Sure, you're not Larry. Oh, I'm trying to, like, puff up your chest. Like, like, wait a minute, I can't be dangerous. Wait, no, that's not what I'm supposed to believe in now. I can be friendly. <laughs> Um, I, I give him my biggest, like, uh, dilated pupil look. Okay. Yeah. The puppy dog eyes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. They'd, they'd let you stay in, um, if you want. Well, look, I can stay with you guys, but these are my friends and I'm supposed to stay with them. We can all stay together if you want. You, I suppose you could stay. I'll stay in. This is a large house and... It does look quite grim out there. If, um, if you I, guys want, I, I suppose. That would be lovely. Um, I bow and then I say thank you in Torvish. And me as a person does not know what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Let's go. But as a character... It, so- it sounds like thank you in Dwarvish. <laughs> okay, perfect. Illuminating. <laughs> that kind of catches Dwarvish, their eye. Dwarvish, like. the third person. You can see that the mom was kind of hesitant. You know, the kid, the kid's kind of getting on. You know, it's it's been traveling with a kid. The the mom is kind of at the end of her rope. Um, so the kid's kind of being a pushover, or uh, she's being pushover for the kid. But then once you say Torber, she kind of relaxes a bit, and you can see, okay, all right, it would be nice to have some folk close by and say something happens. This this house really is creepy looking isn't it as you kind of glance around and do see this looks like maybe there was a fire before that had burned down this roof and weakened the structure but then that was many years ago and it's just been rained on in this dreary forest um for a while there are some rooms but a lot of like actually finished walls and things have been long gone and there's more rafters and things connecting the structure as we set up for the night, I'm going to take out my viol and put my song. And I'm going to feel strangely led to make up a song about K2 on the spot. <laughs> yeah. K2, K2, destroyer of worlds. The shaper of worlds, I should say. Um, <laughs> K2, the shaper of worlds. The dragon who rises brings back. And Mirth is dancing around, doing like little dragon, like pretending to be a dragon with his arms and like, ah, like just miming the song and uh, just being silly. (laughs) And since Danny's doing this on the spot, every hiccup probably turning around and like, okay, (laughs) what am I doing? Destroying worlds or shaping worlds? Okay. 
Like he goes to breathe fire and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> He's having a good time doing a little pizzicato action on my uh, on my viol. That's plucking the, the strings without the bow for those of you that aren't musical. The dwarven girl is clapping along with the beat of your song. Can I get a perform- performance check? Mm-hmm. You most certainly can. I think Mirth is giving the help action here. Yeah. With his little dance. 18, 4, 5. Um, that's 27. I'm having a good night. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you know, it, it had it to starts, be away from the town, didn't it? It might, it might start a little rough as you kind of figure out what, what the melody ought to be as you start plucking away. But by the, by the end of it, everyone's dancing along and getting into it. It's coming together really nicely. Mirth is adding a nice addition with the probably clacking his hooves on the floor to the beat. Um, doing a little river dance. A little bit, I imagine. That seems like a satyr thing to do. Mirth, can I get a dexterity saving throw? No. Get with disadvantage for the that you're okay. kind of distracted. Or it's not uh, scary. Ooh, it. um, nine. As as the song's kind of coming to an end, you're gonna kind of catch a hoof on an exposed floorboard and trip a bit. And in catching yourself, you're going to palm your hand onto a bit of an exposed nail. Um, And it's, you know, it's not even like a very exposed nail, just kind of the point of it. But it draws some blood. And from that, you're going to see a weird kind of black spot form on your hand. And it's going to spread as you watch it and kind of slither and form into a shape and it's gonna form into a kind of rudimentary tattoo of a nondescript magical symbol Ooh, i was about to say oh dang not another character i have to lop the arm off of uh, <laughs> i i need context for that at some point i got bit by a vampire like creature and chopped off my arm rather than be termed turned <laughs> Was, I don't think was I was good. there for that, actually. Yeah, so you've got this weird, you can, you can kind of feel, it's a bit unsettling, especially you've never really felt anything like this before, as a kind of, you can feel the ink kind of moving through your arm to get into into position. Mm-hmm. Definitely kind of shocks you for a bit. Ah, uh, what is this? I have to chop off my arm. He goes to pull out his sword as the, the ink is kind of, just kind of going through his hand, and then it turns into a magical symbol, and he's like, uh-oh, okay, maybe not. And he's going to take a look at it, maybe with Arcana, to yeah. see what's what. And I, you can roll with advantage just for, I'm assuming you'll take as long as you can to yeah. try to figure it out. Ooh, nat 20 plus Oops. 6, so right. 26. You, with a natural 20 in particular you will figure out basically what what's going on here you've been basically forcefully attuned to a magical tattoo until you try to use it you won't really figure out exactly what it does but you will figure it you know that this isn't really something people have documented much from any of your readings you know you haven't come across anything like this before but you can figure out that this is kind of an artifact of the current 
surroundings. This isn't like someone made a magical tattoo in this random nail in the floor. It seems to be some kind of magic that's collected. As a result of the circumstances of this place. Yes. Okay, cool. So it's like uh random Yeah, it's kind of, of randomly built up some magic in this location. Cool. All right. I will I will extract the nail and take some samples in the surrounding area with my alchemist supplies and combining that with my arcana to kind of try and suss out like what the circumstances or the the yeah, the circumstances that created this particular effect. Okay. Can I get an investigation check? Sure. I can do that. Uh, 22. I'm rolling hot. Two. Okay. So you can pull out this nail for sure and take it with you. It doesn't seem to be magical anymore, at least that you can tell again. Most of the magical things you've encountered have been kind of, once you're like touching them, looking at them, you can tell that they're magical. Um, this no longer seems to be doing that. The other nails also don't really seem to be magical in the same way. Hmm. As you can tell, like just in investigating that there is just kind of something off about this place. It seems like, especially looking for magical things and magical feelings, um, you get a bit of a sense as you walk around that there is some kind of innate magic to this area. Cool. It seems as though we may have found ourselves in a uh, area of high magical density. It seems like genius. Random magical effects may be occurring here. And he shows the the tattoo. Seems as though somehow these surroundings have created a magical effect in this nail that has seeped itself into my skin. My hand hurts quite a bit, but it doesn't seem to be too bad. I might have to check myself for tetanus. I don't know. That was a pretty rusty, nasty nail, though. Next town we get to, go see a healer. Everforce closely examines the design of the tattoo. If you were to angle the way it hits you, we scrape it against your skin in a certain way with that shades of shape. You have a different tattoo. Hmm. Well, Could the we make it look nail... like a bird? <laughs> Why don't I jab you with the nail a bit and we can try? We're just giving a try, yes, please. I'm always appreciative of uh, volunteers and test subjects. Maybe later. All right, well, we don't want cool. to be um, causing a ruckus for the folks in this house. That would be. <laughs> By the way, little boy, you shouldn't stab yourself with nails. That's typically not a good thing to do. I'm girl, a girl. Oh, sorry, madam. See, I've learned. Um, oh. why don't you take first walks in while you investigate this? I'm going to sleep. And he he feigns just like being totally and utterly destroyed by the fact that he is use the improper pronouns uh, he mm, just mm. not feigns he, he's he's generally feeling ex- upset that he improperly referred to a person uh by the pr- improper pronouns but he, like he'll just over dramatize it so he's like falling down in the ground like oh i am so sorry my heart is torn asunder oh and just like the, like he's adorable girls just like 
that's what I thought. And is very <laughs> proud of herself, with herself for, you know, she feels a bit like royalty now from the, yeah, like, prostration. <laughs> very good. Uh, okay, so, yeah, you guys have had a bit of a jig and fun at night, made camp, either gone to bed, doing anything else before. I am asleep. Doing watches. Uh, tell Mirth to wake me for, for someone to wake me for third watch. Who's taking first watch? Mirth will stay up and bandage up his hand and take a look at his tattoo and just do his, like, investigations and such. Okay. Can I get a perception check? Sure. Uh, is that something that Wit might want to be paying attention to as well? Oh, um, you can choose who's rolling. I'll say Wit if Wit's, like, you know, circling around. Um, Wit would probably have a lower DC. Alright, it's 15. 15? Okay. So, it's probably sun's setting. It's getting pretty dark now. Wit's circling, kind of keeping an eye out outside the building while you're all kind of resting. But faintly in, just kind of out of the ground, uh, Wit's gonna see glowing white the, the the mist that's kind of in the whole area um it's going to kind of light up colorless white in the one area at first and then as uh wit circles on the other side of the building um another area will kind of pop up and in in only a few seconds you'll see four of these locations all right I'll what are you doing kick uh the the gents awake oh oh Ow. And then whisper, Wit is showing some lights outside, popping up in the mists. Well, sounds about on par with your tattoo, doesn't it? Was it a well, particular color or just like a lamplight? Pure white, a natural light to be found in the dark. Not the orange flickering of a torch or a lantern. All right. More like moonlight? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like moonlight, like yeah. a full moon kind of. Right, white. Um, I would alert the uh, the dwarven women. Okay. What? What? Well, I have an idea. Everyone come nearby. I'm gonna take um some of my vials of holy water and just kind of spritz it on everyone. You okay. Know, like, kind of like a you know, the Catholic water spritz mm-hmm. on everyone, and then say, "Katoon's blessing be with you to protect you from good and from evil." And hopefully this will help a little bit. So everyone enjoy a blessing, and I bless them with a holy water. <laughs> okay. I tell the 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 kids to like maybe hide. Okay. Um. I I would like to improvise the uh, blessing of the people. Got it. Uh, I would petition for a two temporary hit points. Sure. I think temporary hit points makes sense. Uh. At this point, Wit is seeing. Forms glowing, rising slowly out of the ground. More starting to take shape as roughly humanoid. Again, in this mist, it's kind of hard to see them. Anything else you guys are doing to prepare? You got a bit of time, it looks like. They're coming up out of the ground? Yeah. Do they look more like skeletons or like mud people? <laughs> um, they, they look just kind of like light. Ethereal. Yeah. Ethereal, what you're getting. Ghost! 
I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Don't cross the streams. Were you two um, testing your ability to urinate at distance again? Anyways, um... Not in um, front of the kids. Um, okay, um, it, it, before we, like, I guess, roll initiative or whatever, if these ghosts are coming towards us, I would uh, call out my little sneaky snake that I have. All right. Um, do you have a code word in mind, or do I get to make it up? Whatever you want. Okay, it's a wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Okay. Yeah, the staff, the cross-hatching starts to form into scales as a head forms, and it drops to the floor mm. as a python. Friend! <laughs> it kind of looks at you, flicks its tongue out, appreciates that... You can kind of see it probably didn't have any kind of reptilian master before and it's like kind of wraps up against your oh, around your leg for a bit that. uh <laughs> see you and kind of give you a kind of like snaky in between your legs a bit kind of knotting you up uh tripping you up a bit but yeah don't remember you're very big i'm very small so, so <laughs> tipped over <laughs> okay anything else people are doing the Mirth's yeah. going to do like a his mirthful leap up in the air and then do up up in the way and fly up through the holes in the okay. building and mm-hmm. up into the air just outside join wit uh, awesome. to kind of get a sense of what's going out there and generally to see if they react to a large living body being outside uh-huh. and from awesome. what directions are they coming from again they're surrounding the house there's one on either on by each wall oh shit so all four walls um what other than the main entrance are there any sort of i don't know holes windows doors etc um there are many holes so it's like a two-story building the bottom is fairly intact in terms of exterior walls but at the top it's more of open more holes kind of breaking through um, and there's of course kind of a column in the middle where there's no no platform for the second story and the roof is taken out too and it, it's a larger kind of establishment more of kind of a manor in size as you guys are preparing mirth and wit are getting kind of to see this firsthand these these figures are slowly rising out of the ground they've gotten to their knees at this point and they're still kind of hard to see fully through this mist but then they will fairly quickly float through the walls in the four directions to be on each kind of cardinal direction of the building and we will start with initiative next time dun 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 thank you for listening if you like what you've heard and want to support, consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and the rest of it. The gesture may seem small, but it makes a big difference. For more information about the show, you can visit our website at arcaneintelligence.com. If you're interested in chatting it up with the cast and other like-minded enthusiasts about all things RPG, consider joining our friendly Discord server. Links are available in the description. Well, that's it. See you in two weeks.